Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. Welcome back to the Echo Youth Podcast. Ooh, I caught you off yeah, guard on that one. I was looking down at my phone. We're trying to read the scripture here. I'm trying to read the scripture. Uh, it's episode... 75. Oh, almost did it again. Yeah, I'm ready now. I'm on my toes. He's on his toes. I'm on my tippy toes. Just kidding. I'm sitting down. That'd be painful to do a whole thing on my tippy toes. Yeah, but uh, we're excited about it. It's episode... Uh, 75, uh, we're getting, we're hauling along here. So we're going to do chapter 19 of uh, the book of John, and then we're going to move on uh, to a fun little draft. So you um, I'll, I'll start us off before we get started. Uh, like we always say, if you enjoy this podcast, uh, if you're one of our youth peeps, leave a rating and a uh, review. Ski. And if you're not... Uh, part of our youth group, but you enjoy the podcast, why don't you do the same? It'd be a big blessing to us as it would just kind of put the podcast out there more and more people would be blessed. So, uh, th- yeah, you're awesome. Thanks for doing that. Um, yeah. John chapter 19. Here we go. So now it's crazy. We've been talking about oh, all these about, things. It got that, buck wild last week. Now yeah, it's about it to get even crazier. We talked about all these things Jesus was doing, all the miracles, all the conversations he's having. Then last week he got betrayed and arrested. Yep. Judas and said this he week is. he gets beaten and tortured and then crucified. So this is getting crazy. We're almost at the climax of the story here. Yeah. So one might say that this is yeah. said climax. Or could. the perceived climax. Yep. And then he hits you with that fake. Yeah, like you're watching the movie and you're like, like No. Wow, and then a plot twist, boom. All yep. right. So anyways, we'll get there later. Um Okay, so Let's just go for it. It says, uh, then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him. And uh, Ben, do you know what flogged means? Yeah, basically just like beaten, huh? I, don't, I know there's like an actual way, like. That, that's that's all basically it, say. huh? It's yeah. just kind of bullied. Yeah, <laughs> basically just ridiculed and beaten to a pulp. Yeah. Uh, and then a soldier's twisted together a crown of thorns, put it on his head, and arrayed him in a purple robe. The purple robe, the purpose of a purple robe is to make fun of him yeah, they're trying as to mock perceived him. royalty, if that makes sense, because purple's the color of royalty. So they're mocking him as the king of the Jews, so they put the purple robe on him. Yep. While you do that, I looked up the, the actual definition of flogged, and we're dead on. It's just somebody got beat, typically with, with a whip or a stick. Yeah, in other um, books... Like the other gospels, it talks about how Jesus was whipped, uh, whipped and beaten with uh, with a cat of nine tails, which is gruesome. Yeah. Uh, a cat of nine tails is a whip with nine different parts Ends to it, and, and they have different things tied to the end, like rocks and sharp rocks, and, not just rocks. Yeah, rocks and knives and and like uh, nails and yeah. thorns, things like that. And so they'll whip you with it and it'll grab, they'll rip it. your skin out. Yeah, so pretty gruesome, pretty crazy. Um, so, anyways. So purple robe to mock him, and then Pilate's trying to, he still says that he doesn't find any guilt in Jesus, and he's telling the people this, telling them to crucify him. And he says, take him yourselves and crucify him, for I find no guilt in him. 
And the Jews answered him, we have a law. And according to that law, he ought to die because he has made himself the son of God. And when Pilate heard this statement, he was even more afraid. So Pilate's like, I don't know, like this dude might actually be. Yeah. The son of God. And this so homie might be telling the truth. So he was afraid. He's like, I What's don't want to you. So, yeah. So then he goes to Jesus and basically he goes to Jesus. He says, where are you from? He's asking questions like, who are you? Like, you know, those types of things. Um, I'm just kind of paraphrasing here, giving you yep. the spark notes. But he's trying to figure out, is Jesus who uh, he says he is or who these people say he is? And Jesus doesn't say anything. And then he gets mad. He's like, are you not going to answer me? And then he goes, don't you know I have the authority to free you or to crucify you. And Jesus says one of the toughest lines in the entire Bible. Yep. And he responds back in verse 11. He says, you would have no authority over me at all unless it had been given you from above. Therefore, he who delivered me over to you has the greater sin. Yeesh. So because he goes, don't you know I have the authority? Yeah, he goes, don't you know I have the authority to crucify you or set you free? And he goes, you don't have any authority over me unless God gave it to you. And then he said, so the people who gave me to you, a.k.a. the Jews, they have greater sin than me or you is what he basically said. Yeah. And so he basically told him, you don't got any authority of me. I'm here on my own accord, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, Sheesh. So then it says from then on, Pilate sought to release him, uh, but... Then the Jews convinced him because they said, if you don't, if you release him, you're not a friend of Caesar's because he claims to be a king and anyone who claims to be a king is against Caesar. So, um, and then they keep asking uh, different questions and, um, and then he says, Pilate says, shall I crucify your king? And the chief priest answered, we have no king but Caesar, which is crazy to think about. The chief priests tell them that they have no king but caesar it's just so like backwards to me it's so mm-hmm. i highlighted that because it seems well they were awaiting this king the whole time and then they're like no we just we got caesar yeah well it seems like so counter like the high priest like the people who study the old testament scripture yeah. for a living like they like that's all they do and then they they compromise everything that the bible's talked about where the there's you know the king the kings of Israel and appointed by God or the leaders and the prophets and things like that and they tell they straight up just say we have no king but Caesar yeah like and the the crazy thing is I don't and I don't want to go down this rabbit trail for a long time but that statement to a certain extent kind of sounds familiar um in today's kind of world sometimes in in mm. in the american church or the western yeah. church um and the only reason i say that is because we're here and we experience it and i'm sure it's the same in in, in all over countries. the world um but sometimes we like have such an allegiance to to the things of this world that we find ourselves saying we have no king but caesar um Yeesh. which is a, a dangerous place yeah uh, to be i think and so um, it got heavy real quick right there, but just check it. You know what I mean? Like, and, and here's oh, the thing, important stuff. Yeah. Here's the thing. I, I think it's awesome to love, uh, where you live, to love your country. And if you live in the United States, I personally think you live in the best country in the world, but, um, we have a King and it's not Caesar yeah. <laughs> and it's not the president and it's not the right. So, uh, King Jesus, King of all Kings. And that's kind of where our alliance, uh, 
is and that's allegiance oh yeah allegiance is you're right (laughs) and that's where (laughs) our citizenship is is in heaven and so we have earthly responsibilities and i and i and i i thank uh service men and women who fight for our freedom and fight to protect um all of us. our country because of the wonderful things like freedom of religion things like that and so i think th- i think it's super noble i think it's great uh but in that i think we have to know where our our um ultimate or priority. what master we're serving yeah. the bible talks about not serving two masters so yep yep i'll serve jesus and protect my country at the same time amen to that buddy but i won't serve my country in an in an attempt to protect jesus does that make sense yeah we get it mixed up sometimes. Anyways, Amen. moving on. I said I wasn't around with Chad, but I did. That wasn't very long. Uh, that the, was pretty good. <laughs> the crucifixion. Gruesome part. So he went bearing his own cross in other uh, books. It uh, talks about how Jesus carried his own cross all the way down. It's about a 300-pound cross that he dragged all the yeah. way to it after being flogged and beaten. And it was like a long road yeah, <laughs> yeah. to the cross. And so to the cross is they wrote something on like the cross above him says Jesus of Nazareth king of the Jews and then later on it says uh, when the soldiers had crucified Jesus they took his garments and divided them into four parts uh, one part for each soldier also his tunic but the tunic was seamless woven from one piece from top to bottom which is actually sick so they said to one another let us not tear it but cast it uh, cast lots for it to see whose it shall be and so it fulfilled a scripture in Psalm uh, twenty-two, eighteen, yep. that says they divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots, which is cr- pretty crazy. Yeah, they're just fulfilling the prophecies. Yeah, and so this this is actually a good apologetic moment, <laughs> uh, where people question sometimes, like if you're if you're a young Christian listening to this podcast, and people cr- question uh, Jesus and question God and question the Bible and things like that. And first and foremost, I want to tell you that it's never your job to prove God real to somebody else. Yeah. Um, and because God will make day, himself he'll known. He'll just reveal himself. Yeah, God will make himself known. But for you and for your own faith and for your own heart, think about this. Psalms 22, 18 was written by, I think it was written by David. The early Psalms tip were most of them. A lot of so them probably. were. Um, let me see if I can look at that real quick. Psalm 22. Fact check. Sometimes it says it right before. Yeah. Do 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 Got it. Psalm of David. Yep. Okay. So David wrote this. The king of Israel, like generations before Jesus. I don't know how many yeah. years, but many, 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 many generations before Jesus. And so, um, hundreds and hundreds of years before Jesus was King David. And King David wrote this and said. In this psalm, they divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. And that came true of Jesus on the cross. Like, that's a huge deal. And there's more stuff to this that come true, and so we'll read more about that. But then, for me, I just want to tell you about it, because it'll lift your faith. The the Old Testament that Jesus references and talks about, and Jesus quotes scripture in his uh, kind of tussle with the devil. Mm -hmm. Jesus quotes scripture. And so in that same set of scripture, there's there's things that say or that prophesy or talk about what's happening in this moment. And so yeah. it's like what's uh, leading it, up to this. Yeah. So it, it makes it a lot more easy to believe <laughs> with all this that's going on, you know? Um, and then this is kind of cool. So at the end, Jesus looks out and his mom and 
his aunt and Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene uh, were together. And when Jesus saw his mother and the disciple who he loved, John, John, the one who wrote this book, the one book, who self-claimed him as the one, uh, oh. he he basically tells his mom, John's your son now, and he tells John, Mary's your mom now. So basically. What he's saying is like, John, take care of my mom for me. And uh, because at this point, I think Mary was widowed and she was um, older in age for that time, about 40 or 50. And uh, and so it was um, it was important for Jesus to and it was kind of tradition for for uh, them to set up a way for um, his mother to be set up. So yeah. and it says from that hour that uh, John took her. Uh, to his own home. So he took care of Mary for Jesus. Uh, and then later on, Jesus says, I thirst. I'm thirsty. And they give him sour wine. And when on he... On a sponge. On a sponge. Here, suck it out of this. And so when they did that, he mustered up enough strength and said, it is finished. And then he um, died at that moment. Yeah. But then later on, uh, they... So... So that the sometimes when people were crucified, because Jesus was crucified more gruesome than the others. Jesus was uh, nailed to beaten the cross to near death before being. nailed. Yeah. Beaten, beaten to near death and then nailed to the cross. So like mm-hmm. with these big rusty nails through his the palms of his hands yeah. and then and then put his feet together and they nailed his feet to the cross, too. Typically, you wouldn't actually do that. You'd, you'd be tie you'd be tied to a cross and just left there. And what happens is you run out of energy and you and your feet and legs can't hold you up anymore, and then you slouch down, and what happens is your arms dislocate, and then you suffocate, yeah. and that's typically how you die from crucifixion. But Jesus probably died more so from bleeding out and and things like that. And so, anyways, what they would do at the end of a crucifixion, oftentimes, is they would break the people's legs, mm-hmm. so, they um, couldn't so that they stand. couldn't run away or uh, uh, couldn't be sustained, and it would ensure kind of the death. And so, um. So they break the other two guys' legs, and then they go and they uh, they pierce Jesus' side with a spear, and, and it says blood and water pour out, and then um, and they notice that Jesus is dead, so they don't bother breaking his legs, and they pull him down. And this um, also fulfilled scripture in Psalms thirty four twenty and Exodus twelve forty six. It says not one of his bones will be broken, and then it. Um, fulfills Zechariah 12 10 that says they will look on him whom they have pierced so both of those so there's three in this one chapter three Old Testament scriptures prophecies prophecies that are fulfilled in this death of Jesus that they would uh, separate his garments and sell them cast lots on them that his bones wouldn't be broken and that they will look on him who they have pierced so pretty crazy stuff really cool yeah it's wild um old testament kind of stuff anyways so then it's jesus is buried this is the end so this is kind of buried. Bur- buried 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 uh whenever i read buried i read, read it like buried, buried. Yeah. um he was burrowed but he jesus was jesus was uh buried uh by um was it john uh after these things joseph who was joseph 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 of arimathea so yeah, Joseph, I skipped that part. I wasn't about to pronounce that. <laughs> Joseph um, was a one of the disciples. He um, was a disciple of Jesus, and he uh, took Jesus' body for fear of the Jews. He didn't want them to like um, mess with it. Mess with them. So he, and then also this is kind of cool. Nicodemus, who was a a Pharisee, a high ranking priest, um, 
they buried him. And Nicodemus, yeah, Nicodemus uh, brought a mixture of of myrrh and aloes and brought seventy five uh, about seventy five pounds in weight. And so they took the body in, um, of Jesus and bound it in linen cloths and with spices as the burial custom to the Jews. So Nicodemus gave him a proper burial. And uh, burial, burial, burial. Um, they gave him a, uh, I can't say that word, proper burial, and um, and so that that's kind of um, a cool thing with Nicodemus is part in the whole story. So anyway, so that's it for right now. Um, there's a lot in there, but I think the coolest part is the prophecies kind of fulfilled. Yeah. And uh, and then I think the cool thing also is Pilate really believing without seeing the miracles and everything else, really believing in who Jesus was subconsciously. And then uh, Jesus told him that I'm not here because of you and I'm not here because of them. I'm here on my own accord. Like, yeah, if if I'm supposed to be here, even. Yeah. He basically told him, you don't have any authority over me. Nobody's keeping me here. I'm here because I'm fulfilling the will of my father. So yeah, it's pretty tough. Um, and then, um, and then his death and the fulfillment of, prophecy you just kind of builds your faith and because those things uh were proven to be written before jesus's life and mm-hmm. then those three things happened and fulfilled and jesus didn't ask people to do that yeah. uh like obviously he didn't ask write uh, all this down yeah, yeah. <laughs> write all this down and uh do this um oh sell my garments and don't break my legs and yeah and stab me after i'm dead he obviously didn't ask for any of those things to happen but all three of those things happen. All three of those things, Old Testament prophecies, and so Came true. I don't know about you, but I believe Jesus to be real. I believe him to die on the cross yep. and to raise again. Oh, plot twist! Raise oh, again uh, three days later, and we'll get to that yet. part. So um, next week we'll read Sweet. chapter twenty. It'll be great. We're almost coming awesome. to the end. There's what twenty-one chapters. Yes, two more. Two more. Then we'll figure out what we're gonna do next for you. I think it's twenty-one. Is it twenty-one or twenty-four? I'm pretty sure it's 21. It is 21. Let's go. 21 is one of my favorites, too. Such good stuff in there. Yep. Okay. So, Ben, why don't you tell them what draft we're going to do. We'll get to that. We'll have some fun. All right. Let's do it. Um, First of all, I think we forgot to post last week's, so you might get two this week. But this week, we're going to draft the best sports duos of all time. Of all time. Of all time. Best sports duos. Of all time. The all time. <laughs> Best sports duos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you will. Yeah, if you will. If you please. Uh, so here we go. We just got to rock, paper, skizzies and hit it, huh? All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, got him. I knew it. He got me he, good. He thought, oh, Brett's going to go scissors. Yeah. I'm going to go rock. And I said he knew. I knew he was going to do that. So I went paper and got him. Yeah, I'm getting you next week. So, anywho, all right. This actually kind of stinks because I don't know what the number one. Oh, that's easy. Is um, it's God, actually it's Wayne Gretzky and no, I'm just kidding. It, yeah, and Mark Messier. I'm nope. just gonna say that one because I'm not picking it. Nobody's gonna know that. Uh, I don't know. Okay, for me, I gotta go MJ and Pippen. That's, that's what be I have. That's the that's the Michael Jordan famous. and Scotty Pippen. The last dance. That's probably the most famous sports duo. Probably. For being honest, but well, and because know. it's not like an e- it's not this no uh no shade thrown at Scottie Pippen, but it's not like an equal duo. It's like no. a Batman and Robin situation. Yeah. 
Uh, and so that it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, they're Michael Jordan, debatably the best player, the of best all basketball time. player of all time right now. I don't know that it's all that debatable. Um, I was on the train that LeBron would be the best of all time, but he's got to show me a little bit more after this last season. But he will. Yeah, he'll he, come he back next year. He sprained his ankle was out half the year. so Yeah, but he'll come back next year, win another ship, and then I'll be back on the train. So it's all good. <laughs> but um, but uh, Restore your faith in him. Yeah. Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Uh, that's I like a, it. That's one of the best duos of all time. There you good go. Good one. Air Jordan. Air Jordan. Okay. I'm going to throw it back. Which my baby boy Vince about to have some Air white Air Ones when he's born. Yeah, and he's so got to be looking fresh. We uh, secured the bag, folks. So there yeah, you go. Yeah, he's gonna be coming out drippy. Uh, I'm I gonna. Think I just revealed my child's name on this podcast. Yeah, I didn't say anything, but you for sure did. So if nobody <laughs> knew it, there it is. So there you go. If you listen, you just got a, a sneak peek, an exclusive. If you listen, come up to Brett and just tell him. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind thirty seconds, and uh, you'll hear it if you missed it. So, anyways, my bad. But yeah, really. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, he's just. Sand to everyone now. All right. Call the ambulance. But, but not, not for, for me. me. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with a throwback. I'm going to go with Babe Ruth and, and Lou, Lou Gehrig. Gehrig. All right. I like it. I like it. They were, what, one and two in home runs for, like, years? Yeah, they're, they were goaded. Lou Gehrig's disease, though. Rip. Yeah, poor guy. You mean the great Bambino? The great the Sultan of Swat? <laughs> he had some sick name. <laughs> uh, oh, the King man. of, what is it? The King of Clout or something like that? I don't know. The Great Bambino? The Babe, if you will. The Babe. <laughs> Baby. I thought it was <laughs> from Sandlot. But it, you, yeah. you, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he brought the signed Babe Ruth ball, yeah. they hit it over the fence. Yeah, they knocked You it. brought a signed Babe Ruth ball? We hit it over the fence. Are you kidding me? Oh. I thought it said Baby Ruth. <laughs> yeah, I, thought I thought it was some it girl named can't. Baby. <laughs> it's like, oh. You did what? Good stuff. So funny. That's okay. pretty hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty good. Your pick. <laughs> the Great ba- I thought you said the Great Bambi. <laughs> okay, my bad. I'm getting off on a tangent. I'm in a funny mood, folks. Let's go. Uh, the gray bambino. <laughs> My next pick. Okay. Coming out of left field. Just kidding. What about right out. field? I'm gonna pick Montana yep, and, and Rice. Jerry Rice. Yep. Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. Jerry. That's probably the most Iconic famous football, football duo. Probably. It's kind of like the Jordan and know. Pippen. Yeah, probably. Mm. Yeah, it is for sure. But um, they were the great. Uh, Jerry Rice, greatest wide receiver of all time, debatably yeah. the greatest football player of all time. Played tw- like twenty or twenty-two seasons as a wide receiver, which is insane, which is unheard of. Your nobody, body is just going through it. Dog. Nobody will ever break any of his records. The like long-term ones, like the all-time touchdowns, all-time yards, all-time receptions. Nobody's yeah. going to ever even come close to those. Jerry Rice is the goat, and then. Joe Montana was just smooth, man. Probably second best quarterback of all time, um, behind Tom Brady. But uh, yeah, Tommy B. But Joe Montana went to four Super Bowls and won all four. He's just a beast, just almost he perfect. Just is not really even beast. flashy, just 
just smooth as just butter. Smooth, smooth Joe, baby. <laughs> smooth Joe. I love it. That was his nickname, man. Yeah. Come on. Hey. They also call him Chicken Legs, but uh, <laughs> no, we don't need to worry about that. about that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My pick. I'm going to go with Venus and Serena Williams. Oh, that was on my list. They won like 14 or something Grand Slams together. Yeah, and probably 13 of those were Serena, but... Yeah, but we don't need to worry about that. <laughs> we're just tagging... Venus is tagging along. No, I'm just kidding. Serena... a sister power, but Yeah, Serena's way better, but we don't need to worry about yeah, that. Yeah, no, but to have two sisters be professional tennis, tennis players, players and, and be actually really good, both of them, Yeah, it's incredible. But Serena is, is in the list of debatably the best athletes all time. She's probably in the yeah. top five... For sure top ten, She's probably crazy, top five dude. list. Because um, it's probably Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, and probably Serena. I'm thinking Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Gretzky's hockey records are never going to get beat. But even but like Babe played. Ruth is like a legend, but he's been overtaken by like a lot of people. Yeah. It's just baseball, dude. Baseball in general. It's, eh. <laughs> I feel a, like the yeah. record, it, it just kind of gets like washed away. Shohei Otani's the thing now, though. Yeah, he's, he's an absolute beast, actually. All right, so who'd you pick? Oh, yeah, Serena and Venus. Yep. Serena and Jupiter. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, I don't I'm know why the, the parents were like, yeah, one's a planet. The other <laughs> one's just normal. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so you got Serena and, William, <laughs> Serena and Williams. Serena and Venus <laughs> and Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. I got MJ and Pippen, Montana Rice. Yeah. My next pick, I got a pick. Let's see. Oh, okay, fine. Okay, right. fine. Since you went with the lady route, I'm going to follow it up okay. and do the best lady do of all time. Okay. And do Misty May, Trainer, and Carrie Walsh. Okay. Or Misty May and Carrie Walsh, however you want to say it. Yeah. USA Olympic beach volleyball duos players. What is it, Walsh or Walsh? Walsh. What a beast. Carrie yeah, is K-E-R-R-I. Walsh. Okay. Misty, May, and Carrie Walsh. They were goaded, dude. They were the best. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Uh, um, my wife, Danielle, actually met and trained Carrie Walsh. Really? Yep. That's actually sick. I didn't know that. Where? And when? At uh, when my uh, when everybody when Danielle was working at uh, a uh, personal Fitness training uh, kind of physical therapy gym called OC Fast Twitch, and Carrie dang trained there. That's crazy. So there you go. That's hype as heck. It's in Huntington Beach. Yeah, Huntington. 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 Hun- <sighs> Huntington. Okay. Since we're all talking about Tom Brady, I'll pick. Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. Tom Brady and Gronk. All right, that's pretty good. I don't know about if they're the greatest of all time. I think you got me with uh, Joey and uh, they're pretty good. Rice, but of this era, probably they're Tom pretty Brady good. and Gronk are probably the Tom Brady and Gronk. 
in flashes, Tom Brady and Randy Moss were crazy, but yeah. they didn't have it as long and sustained as long and sustained. And now they just switched to a whole nother team and won a Super Bowl. Another, so <laughs> Rob Gronkowski caught two touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't. That's the funniest thing. He, he, he didn't, didn't do, do anything, anything all year. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he had zero, basically zero stats all year, and he catches two tutties in the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, because Tommy said, "All right." We got to do this. They're like kind of meet up after is comedy. He's like, yeah, they always play a video before everything too. Like yeah. they make a music video before <laughs> yeah. the thing or yeah. after. Yeah. And then like with, yeah, when they like met up after the win, he's like two tutties in the Super Bowl. He's like, I know, man, that's crazy. Like they're like all <laughs> goofing around. Okay. So that's great. All right. Uh, last pick here. Okay. Uh, you got Tom Brady and Gronk. I got Misty May and Kerry Walsh. So my last pick. And the greatest of all time. I'm just nope. kidding. I don't know who it is. I don't. I actually don't know who I'm gonna pick right now. This is hard. It's coming down to a few, and I can't even tell you them because I. Oh, I'm picking first. Yeah, you are. Oh, this is hard. Everybody, this is this is tough. This is tough. Oh no! All right, we're going Shaq and Kobe, baby. Shaq. Okay. Shaq and Kobe. and Kobe is a good one. I had that on my list. The Big Diesel. Yeah. And the original the Big Diesel. Black Mamba. Yeah, rest in peace to the homie. Yeah, I had had to do it for Kobe. Yeah. You just I'll had tell to. you my honorable mentions afterwards. All right, Ben, what's your last pick? My last pick. Also, Shaq and Kobe, goaded. Also, in that in the days of Shaq and Kobe, this is unpopular opinion. Okay. But it's facts. Shaq was way better than Kobe. Just want to say it. Okay. Because <laughs> he won three finals MVPs while Kobe's on the team. Anyways, uh, but Shaq's yeah, the get GOAT. Get and uh, But Kobe's the GOAT, too. But Kobe so. is iconic. Yeah, Kobe had two set two. Okay, Kobe played for, like, I think it was 10 years, nine or 10 years in mm-hmm. number eight. And then he switched to number uh, 24 and played another 10 years and had two Hall of Fame careers, which is unheard of. If yeah, you two numbers are retired for him, huh? Yeah, he has yeah. both numbers retired, and uh, yeah, he's he's crazy. Kobe's awesome. Anyways, what's your pick? Okay, I'm gonna go with Yert. I'm gonna go basketball. I'm gonna go Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul Abdul Jabbar. Wow, I had to get a basketball one. Magic and Kareem. Oh, I didn't realize you didn't have. Yeah, uh, Kareem. Magic and Kareem. Abdul. Kareem the Dream. Yeah, he's I'm just kidding. It's the Hake- goat. It's so. Hakeem the Dream, but whatever. Hakeem yeah. Olajuwon. <laughs> yeah, he, they're the goat, dude. Magic Johnson lives by us now too. Recipes to that homie too. We all know where that's going. But um Magic Johnson. Now he's gotta figure it out. He's got enough money to figure it out. Yeah, but, he'll uh, figure it out eventually. But he he worked out with uh one of our friends, Michael, at the Ocean Ranch 24. They were just Whoa. pumping right next to each other. <laughs> Let's go. And uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, famous yeah. for the sky hook. The sky hook, buddy. Has the most points all time. Yep. So that's pretty crazy. One of the greats. All right, here's my honorable mentions. I got A-Rod and Jeter, yep. also known as Alex Rodriguez and Derek Jeter. Yep. You shot Jeter. You should have shot A-Rod. <laughs> that's what he says. Um. And then I have Braun and D-Wade on there, too. Yeah. But I didn't pick that one because, like, during the times of LeBron and D-Wade, even though they were the duo, they still had Chris Bosh. So it's kind of a trio. Yeah. Um, I had Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. That was my other one. I had Clay and Steph. Yeah. And they're goaded, too. So, they're anyways, then, final teams. Oh, yeah, sorry. What's yours? Oh, no. I just – the other was one it? was the hockey one. I had Gretzky and uh, Mark Messier. Wow. All right. 
which is actually a goaded duo. They'll they set records that will never be broken. Just That's nobody cool. knows about hockey, so they don't care. <laughs> That's true. Hockey has like a very it's a very small like cult following. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, but yeah, nobody's gonna vote for that. Even though that's like they were incredible. But I do have one question for you, Ben. All right. uh, before we end, okay. Did your parents get into hockey after you started playing hockey, or before? After. Oh, okay, so now they're hockey fans because you played. Because you guys, I played. Okay. I got in sense. with uh, my, one of my friends from elementary school was playing, and I wasn't. I I played like every sport. I tried playing flag mm-hmm. football. I played baseball. I played almost anything you could play. I played golf when I was little, and then I was like, none of it really was fun. I was always athletic. Like, yeah. I liked it. Then this, my buddy was like, I play hockey. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. And then I just fell in love with that one. Never stopped. Never stopped. Grind till now. Stop. <laughs> Never stopped till now. But Grind don't quit. Yeah. Yeah, we got to get on a rec team real quick. Yeah, Brett and I are going to play house league and just murder fools. I don't so. know how to skate, though, so we got to start. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll train them. <laughs> Off-season training is going to be intense. <laughs> we got to start with that quick. <laughs> we'll work on it in the pickleball courts. We low-key could. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, so let's read the teams real quick. I got uh, MJ and Pippen. I got Montana and Rice, Misty May and Kerry Walsh. And I got Shaq and Kobe. And Ben has Babe Ruth and Louis Gehrig. um, Louis G. And uh, Serena and Venus and Tom Brady and Gronk. And he's got Magic and Kareem. So there we go. We'll see what you guys think. Um, Thanks for joining us. We love you as always. I don't think we have anything to say after, as always. (laughs) No, I don't think we're good. Say anything, but anyways, I'm Brett. I'm Ben. And cue the outro. Love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye.